0: Talking with T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage its listeners with trending news, hot topics, current events, real issues, interesting interviews, new music, and much more. Now, here's T spilling the tea. In five, four, three, two, one.
1: Greetings, listeners. You're back where it's sat, and it's time to chat. We hit the roof with the truth and the floor with much more of what you need to know to stay educated, empowered, and, of course, entertained. This is Tanisha Baker bringing you another edition of what you shouldn't be missing. Thanks for tuning in to Talking With T. As we continue to celebrate five years and 264 shows. It's June 8th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, Keenan Ivory Wayans, the late Barbara Bush, and the late Joan Rivers. On this date in history, segregation in Washington, D.C. restaurants was declared illegal by the Supreme Court in 1953, and James Earl Ray was arrested at a London airport on this date in 1968 for the murder of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. As we continue to celebrate African American Music Month, this week's Black Music Trivia is that getting fired from Office Depot inspired Janelle Monae to write Letting Go, the song that would reach the ears of outcast big boy and launch her career. The theme this month is Justice in June. Ben Franklin said that justice will not be served until those who are unaffected are as outraged as those who are. Protests sparked by the murder of George Floyd have gone global. I believe we understand that this isn't just about Mr. Floyd. His death indeed sparked a unified outrage towards something that has been the sin of this country for a long time. Some say enough is enough. I say it's been enough. For 400 years, it's been enough. It was enough when my people were lynched. It was enough when we didn't have the opportunity to enjoy the comforts of society through segregation and Jim Crow. And it was enough during the civil rights movement as hoses, dogs, brutality and guns were used to deter protest. It was enough when my resume was overlooked because my name is Tanisha. It was enough when we cried over Trayvon Martin, Philando Castile, Freddie Gray, Sandra Bland, Walter Scott, Laquan McDonald, Michael Brown, Eric Garner, Amir Rice, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Aubrey, and many more. It is enough because I'm crippled by the fear I have for the safety of my son and husband. So now what? The definition of insanity is doing what you've always done, and expecting different results. We must not be insane. We must be innovative. We must do something different. We must be collective and decisive and determined. We must be a part of the solution by shaping policies and voting and sitting at the tables where politics influences the experiences and opportunities for our communities. We can start by showing up at the polls like we showed up to the protest. Also, as we seek a solution, we must first acknowledge and admit the history that has contributed to the continuance and the allowance of racism in America. A friend of mine out of New Jersey said he's not mad at those who do. We don't get mad at dogs for barking because that's what dogs do. He was more upset at those who allow them to do, meaning those who look the other way, those that watch and say nothing, those that don't interfere, those that allow racism and injustice to continue because they do nothing to stop it. There is no way that someone with 18 formal complaints should have been left to protect and serve.
0: Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Talking
1: We're currently accepting sponsors and releasing advertising spots. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand service or product. Please make note, I'm always looking to share and highlight music from rising artists, and I look forward to more submissions for T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. Help me celebrate people making good choices, doing good work, and contributing to the good of our community. Keep it where it's at after we hear this track. is trending news and hot topics.
2: I've been loving you best I can, the best I can. I've been loving you the best I can, the best I can. And if that's not enough, what can I say, what can I do? Cause I've been loving you the best way I know how to. Matter of fact, you are the only one that I can truly say I you woke me up and you showed me how to keep selflessly I gave up my love but now
1: on blast. This will go real fast as we cover today's quick bits. Graduations are going on and I don't want the acknowledgement and celebration of young people reaching this notable milestone to be lost in the other issues we're facing. Congratulations to the class of 2020 as Knox County Schools here in Tennessee are hosting graduations this week. For today's happy highlight, I want to talk about Antonio Gwynn Jr., who saw damage from protests in his hometown of Buffalo, New York. He grabbed a broom, bought some trash bags, and started cleaning the streets by himself. He did this for 10 hours. He started at 2 a.m., and when an organized group showed up to start cleaning, they saw he had done much of the work already. Word spread, and I'm excited to share that Matt Block saw the story and gave Gwen his prized 2004 Mustang convertible, He didn't know at the time the coincidence of Gwen's mother, who died in 2018, also driving a red Mustang. Another local businessman, Bob Brycelen, extended a year of free insurance. And Gwen's plan was to go to trade school while saving up for college. But Medell College in Buffalo heard the story and offered him a full scholarship. Professional football player and University of Tennessee football coach Johnny Majors died June 3rd at the age of 85. Kanye West has donated $2 million so far to charities associated with the Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and George Floyd, and has set up a college fund to cover tuition for Floyd's six-year-old daughter. Michael B. Jordan called on Hollywood to hire more black creators and diversity in its storytelling while protesting in Century City this past Saturday. On the political front, Joe Biden is to express his condolences in person to George Floyd's family before the funeral in Texas. Mitt Romney joins in protest and former Secretary of State Colin Powell calls out Trump saying he is divisive and a liar. We can't forget about the coronavirus. Days after reports that five University of Alabama football players tested positive, more schools say their own athletes have the virus. Arkansas State reported seven athletes testing positive three football players from Auburn, and there are quite a few more. You can read about them through the link to the CNN article on TalkingWithT.com. Marines banned depictions of the Confederate flag, including bumper stickers, and mugs.
0: Everybody's talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on WJBE 99.7 FM at 1040 AM. Just the best every day.
3: All right, listeners, it's that time in the show where we review trending news, and today I have none other than our top investigator, most often instigator, PI Pam. As we continue to celebrate our five year anniversary with our 264th show and to provide some additional insights and a different perspective, we'll have on with us today a special guest right from our hometown of Knoxville, Tennessee, Sydney Cleanscale. Welcome to Talking 15.
4: Thank you, Tanisha. What's up,
3: Cam? How you doing? Fine, I'm doing good, Sydney. Good to have you on mm-hmm. with us. Thank you for having me. No, we don't have to lay down no ground rules, do we? You gonna no, behave?
2: No, no, no.
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna behave. I'm, 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 I'm I, I ain't gonna, you know, have the FCC, uh, you know, running y'all down and nothing like that. I ain't gonna cuss. Uh.
3: <laughs> Especially for our five year anniversary. <laughs> y'all, yeah, yeah, my girls. I love y'all. So you know, I ain't gonna bring that heat. <laughs> <laughs> and Tanisha only has enough holy water for me. I use enough week per week. Oh.
4: You know, they ain't got enough of us Virgos, Cam. I'm just sorry, you know. (laughs) I don't think they mass-producing it.
3: (laughs) Well, if anybody out there has some blessed oils or some uh, holy water that you can help me replenish, I would sure appreciate it. But, yeah, so thank you for coming on. Uh, And I hope this isn't the last time. I hope this is just the start. Of some lively and engaging conversations and what we do is try to bring trending news, hot topics and discussions to the listeners, something that makes them think. So it's not always that we are in agreement, but we always bring our respectful insights and try to spark some conversation. So today, you know, what's been trending pretty much everywhere, two things, COVID and the injustice, the the protest, police brutality, the continuance of innocent lives being taken, and when I say innocent, I mean innocent until proven guilty. And what I find often is that we continue to hear about the stories of police brutality, of racism, and regardless, we have a system in America where you go generally before a judge and jury. And so this immediate death sentence or this immediate execution isn't acceptable. But what I want to start off first with, because it's taken a back seat, but it's still relative, is COVID. And, you know, they've lifted restrictions. And I want to know from the two of you what your present thoughts are about COVID-19. Do you think we're still under significant threat, or should we let down our guards a little bit?
4: Uh, just real quick, uh, personally, uh, y'all can see me uh, uh, maybe in August because uh, <laughs> I ain't coming out. Uh, Uh-oh. Uh, they it, 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 it got me confused because honestly, Kanisha, Pam, I don't think they know what they're doing. I really, I don't. I don't think okay. nobody knows what they're doing. I don't think nobody's telling the truth. So, uh, uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm going to give everybody ghetto rules 50 feet, and, you know, I- I'll pick it so up. Oh, not six. He said 50. <laughs> Uh, Because, like I said, it's just dangerous out there to me. And then, uh, like I said, real quickly, in East Knoxville, where I live, nobody's wearing a mask. I think people don't think that it's real.
3: Right. And I have to agree with him. I'm not coming out. Uh, My birthday is in September. It might be right before then. It might be then. I don't mind. And when I go out, I see people. And it's like they, I don't know if they're not getting the memos that we got. They're not looking at the news. They're not looking at the numbers increasing since they've been opening things back up. It's ridiculous. Well, I've tiptoed out. So I think I'm using (laughs) some caution. I don't go many places, but I have ventured out a little bit and still trying to be, aware and follow the cdc guidelines with masks hand sanitizer hand washing distance but it becomes difficult when other people don't follow it i've had very lively discussions in several stores and forgive me if you've witnessed it but particularly for stores that have you know an x or a circle and they're they're trying to help the people out this is where you stand so if i'm in my circle I feel like there shouldn't be anyone else around me. They should be in their own circle or on their own ex, right? And so I'm wondering how many people are, are missing some crowns in the box because it never fails that people totally ignore that. And I understand that if it's just you, but I'm in there with gloves, masks. So it's obvious that I'm taking precautions. It's obvious that I'm hesitant or a little fearful of COVID. So why would you put me in that position by getting in my space? And to be honest, COVID or not, I really don't like people just too much on me. You shouldn't be bumping into me and all of that. You should just be mindful and respectful of sharing space with people. So that's my two cents, and I tend to agree with you all. We do not know. It is yet to be determined, the full impact. We don't know if it's going to quietly subside or if he's going to come back with a vengeance. And until that time, until there's more information, particularly with the protests and the results from that, I think we all need to be cautious and just pay attention. So that's a perfect segue into the protests that have continued for days all over the world. As people unite over the call for justice and reform, and there's more of an acknowledgement of the unfair and often unconscionable treatment of people of color. You'd think that after people see the unrest and the low tolerance for police misconduct that officers would think more than twice about how they behave. However, we've seen stories continue to emerge even in the wake of all of this. Six officers were booked and charged with excessive force. They attacked two college students in their car. And let me say they weren't all white. So a part of it, yes, is in racism and i think the other part speaks to the culture within police departments that isn't exclusive to race there was a recent case shared just sunday where a virginia cop was arrested and charged with three counts of assault and battery for continuously tasing a black man who was not aggressive uh, you know what kenisha um I I want to speak to the culture within the
4: police department because you said something that that made me think of an ice cube where black police showing out for the white cop. It it, it is that, you know, that permanent culture is that once we put this badge on, regardless of, you know, whatever it is, because the accessory was an Asian man to George Floyd's murder. He was Asian. He looked at that man. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's 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 the culture that once I put this badge on, then you know I'm 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 the law. You know what I mean? Uh, I saw one I saw one video where where some cop was trying to justify you know whatever, and he actually pulled out. But well, this is a HIPAA violation. No, it isn't. And so what, uh, I me, think
3: Paul, What was a HIPAA violation? He was involved in an uh, in a situation. Oh, it was a somebody. HIPAA violation to share that he. Mhm,
4: yeah mhm and and honestly, Tanisha didn't, so I think a lot of times that they play upon the fact that A, the, the average person don't know the law, so you know you're getting pulled over whoop- whoop de woo nine times of ten probably gonna have your rights white, violated violating, you have no idea, so I think there's uh, a, a lot of misinformation uh in 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 addition to uh like I said, once you put it on and and I've had my excursions with cops, I know good cops. Uh, we know good cops. Y'all classmates, yeah. Lynn, love Lynn. You know what I mean? Stan care, right. Love Stan. You know what I mean? We know these people. They're good cops. However, when they don't say anything or, or witness the, the bad behavior and like so I'm talking about those, you know, those fringe cops. Uh mm-hmm. that's where the bad behavior comes in. And I've noticed now that they're uh instituting uh what's called a uh duty uh, I can't I can't Uh, remember the exact term in Minneapolis and the Dallas Police Departments where they, if a cop witnesses, you know, legal force, murder, whatever and whatnot, that they are bound by duty. They're bound by duty to to go here and, you know, and, and report that. And my deal is, it's like, how come this wasn't a thing before? So again, locally uh where where the police departments are really run and get their federal money from, we have to hold them accountable. because, uh, like I said, marching, you know, Washington D C for a national thing that has local implications does little or nothing. So mm-hmm. know, that's what we kinda what we kinda say right now. And, and 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 just real quick, honestly, personally, uh it, it's a revolution. It's way Hey, It's too
3: late for real quick, but carry on.
4: Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) But it's real, uh, well, wrapping up, uh, it's a revolution going on. Pick a side. It
3: is. It is. It really is. And then me with being a mother of a son that's an officer, it kind of puts me on the fence sometimes because, you know, you, you hear so many bad things and then the good ones kind of get weeded out and if they don't stand up, you know, but mine is, too much like me, so I know he's not gonna be letting nobody do nothing around him, and he's not gonna gonna speak up. You know, I just hate it for him because sometimes he is approached about being a minority, you know, officer. Um, but he handles he handles his own. He's gotta do his do his job and make sure everybody is safe. And I just tell him to to be be safe. I tell him sometimes, you know, but then I have to remember. Without that uniform, you're still a young black man, so you have to be safe on both ends. Double safe. Double safe. I agree. We know that all cops aren't bad. We've talked about bad apples. But I think that the accountability, and I really like if they move forward with cops being required, to report if they see police Mm -hmm. misconduct will be helpful. Because right now, just like a lot of organizations, there's a code of conduct. And uh, breaking that conduct, I don't know the consequences. I don't know the backlash that they get from their own. I heard that the cops were going to call in for the blue flu. So I guess some of them are not in agreement with some of the demands. So let's talk about the cops who we watched push down a 75-year-old man, left him there seriously hurt. I saw one officer look like he wanted to help him and the other officer pushed him along. So you have officers that have the gall to resign from their department in support of the officers who had to pay consequences for what I consider cool action. So... We could see that in just that really quick clip of what transpired. How the one officer who wanted to do the right thing was pulled away. Yeah, that, that, that was a uh, uh,
4: Tanisha. That, that's the first thing that I noted. Not just a de- deplorable. You know, you're pushing a 75 year old man, a, a peaceful protester, uh, right. exercising his First Amendment right. You don't do that. Uh, that's deplorable in and of itself. But like you said, when when the when, I think it might have been a younger cop. Uh, reached to help that man up, and the other one kind of pushed him off. <laughs> and, uh, honestly, when I kind of play, you know, or try to play football, whatever, whatnot, I didn't like for my teammates to help the other person up because I saw the other team, as long as you wore their uniform or, or wasn't in my uniform, you were my enemy. You know yeah. what I mean? Play fair, knock you down, okay, cool. But with that, you know, it, it, it permeates that culture because culture tells you it's us against them. So that's the mentality that they have. If you don't have their uniform on, you, we are diametrically opposed to you, and everything that you do uh, uh, essentially is working from the from from the from the bottom floor up instead of from the top down. Uh, so mm-hmm. you know, like I said, it was deplorable. Uh, that's the attitude of 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 a lot of them, uh, and that needs to be adjusted. And, and hopefully, with this, you know, what we have going on now, reform will come quickly because it is, you know, it's something that can happen fast.
3: Right. Yeah, and that says a lot about our uh, 57 of them. Who actually resigned from their positions with their unit to basically stand up for them and they were dead wrong. They tried to cover it up before the video came out. And we have heard over and over again if it were not for video, how much of this would have gone unnoticed, unaddressed, and consequences wouldn't have been served because, as pointed out by the media, as we can see with our own two eyes that often there have been attempts to lie or cover up the truth. And that hasn't fared well. And so I can appreciate the place that we're in and some people say well nothing has changed. I I believe it has. Now, I can't change, you can't change the hearts of people. We can't change you know, if they're to their core, if they're racist, biased, bigot. maybe we can't change that. But what we can change is them invading our opportunity, our rights to have justice or equity or equality. So basically, if that's how you feel, keep it to yourself. And when we get out in public, you know what I mean? Like a when we get out in public, act like you guys were sense. Right. right. And, you know people have been receiving backlash for comments they've made surrounding our current issues. And I agree with the First Amendment, right? If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. Okay. But I want you to follow maybe the advice of the elders or the way I was taught. If you can't say something nice, don't say it at all. And especially during the time, it's not that I can't control how you feel. But there comes a time when what you're expressing may be insensitive and people are coming for them. The top mm-hmm. editor of the Philadelphia Inquirer has resigned after a quote, Buildings Matters 2 headline caused dozens of journalists of color to skip work and demand the newspaper tackle diversity problems. So this is the time to bring about the awareness. This is the time to stand up for what we believe in, and I mentioned earlier in the show, Sydney, you alluded to this. It's not that we are so much against the doers because what do we expect dogs to do? Bark. That's what dogs do. They bark. I can't be mad at the dog for barking. It gets on my nerves. And neighbors, I'm not referring to you and your little dogs, but it generally gets on my nerves. But that's what I expect dogs to do. A friend of mine who comes on the show sometimes, and like I said, I talked about this earlier. He was saying we might be more upset at those who allow them to do, those who watch them do it and say nothing. They turn, yeah. you know, turn their heads or try to act like they don't see it. Yeah.
4: Uh, it, real quickly, can you
3: just? Uh, I can't. Yeah, let's just uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Let's just um, go and say right now. You don't have to say real quickly because. I think we have different definitions of that. So just say what's on your heart and mind. Engage with the uh, listeners. No, we're having a good time. I enjoy having you on.
4: Like so we live in a in a in a similar moment, and it leads me to say because you 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 segway into one, one form of racism to the next so mm. so easily. I mean, it, it was like because we go we go from talking about one tentacle and I call them tentacles of racism to the next because if you if you Right now we got a, a, a push for police reform. Well, if you do police reform, you have to do criminal justice reform. If mm-hmm. you do criminal justice reform, and you know by being uh, educated yourself, uh, the pipeline of prison is real. So you have to address the education system. You address education, which leads to food health. So with racism in the end, like I said, I call the it tentacles. It's like a, a, a super octopus. They all work together. Ham, you know, because uh, you have sons that play sports uh is it, racism in sports. I'm I'm a part time pseudo entertainer. Uh some things I just will not do. Uh I you know, uh no nah, I can't I won't do this. I won't do that. It's racism within it where they play upon the stereotypes. Mm-hmm. So when you when you address one, you gotta take care of all of them because it's like you know, it's like I said it's like fighting one tentacle and the other one is heating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or two of them are heating at the same time. So they're all interchangeable.
3: And so we hear And what I've heard multiple times as a description is systemic racism, and I think that's what you're talking about. It's racism that is embedded with the system. The system is designed to allow racism to continue. By design, function, and maintenance, that's how it runs. Yeah, that's, that's true. And like you said about sports, you know, I see all these people commenting on social media about, you know, they were mad about Jeremy Pruitt going up with his players and Fulmer going up to, you know, to the March on you know, Market Square the other night, um, saying they should leave sports, you know, to sports and not bring politics in. But you have to think about all the African-Americans that play for these schools that are bringing millions into these schools. And if you take us away, your program is basically done. If we want to have real change. It's going to start with relationships. Everything, our learning, our action, everything successful starts with relationships and trust. And so it makes sense to me that you would start to mend these relationships by standing alongside people for a cause that most of us feel is worthy. And I don't have time on any show to share my feelings about those that are opposed to that.
4: Yeah, and you're right, Tanisha. Uh, and, and my deal is, uh, like I said, we we all, if, we, if we, between the three of us, uh, we, we four, we've been up about to turn 50, 49, 50 48 years old. But,
3: whoa, whoa, hey, hey. <laughs> That's not what this show is about.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're seasoned. We're seasoned.
3: <laughs> okay. Carry on.
4: <laughs> that's good to me. <laughs> We're seasoned. <laughs> mm-hmm. ahead, so, you know, as long as America is in, in its institutions, and again, they are racist, all of them, you, you know, you're going to have those pervasive attitudes that's just, just going to diametrically oppose to right.
3: I'll take that. Let me think on that. Are you going to come back on the show? If you haven't. Okay, yeah, let me think on that. We We might not be done. But, <laughs> and I won't get to calling out ages no more I'm sorry so that's it for this bit and I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say next week and I can't wait to tell it and it has to be told
1: well once again we've come to the end but be reminded you can call in with thoughts or opinions to our talk line that's 865 409 1170 you can also leave comments on Talking with T. com share stories or spill some tea. In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and join our Facebook group, The Tea Room. Stay on top of things by subscribing to Talking With Tea Daily, our online scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote.
1: Human progress is neither automatic nor inevitable. Every step toward the goal of justice requires sacrifice, suffering, and struggle. The tireless exertions and passionate concern of dedicated individuals. Remember where you heard the word. Keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with T.